Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a bright future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is, is pretty exciting. Uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has, my decision was uh, pretty easy. Obviously, with those high caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city uh, made my decision really easy. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Milan This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by. Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stopper on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you at Rogers Place. Game night matchup between the top two players selected in the 2015 NHL entry draft. Connor McDavid. Of course, turned 22 yesterday. And McDavid in his career, 114 goals, 323 points, plus 52 in 253 games. Jack Eichel of the Buffalo Sabres has played 250 games. He's got 88 goals, 224 points, so 99 fewer points than McDavid, minus 47 in his career. But he's going pretty good this year. The Sabres, 23-16-6, but they're on a bit of a tough stretch, 3-7-11. The Oilers won just three of their last 12. But uh, should be an entertaining hockey game at Rogers Place tonight. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. Oilers now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. You can now buy your PCs from Digitex. Keep it all under one roof with one number to call and one simple invoice for all your office technology needs. Coming up on today's show, full preview of tonight's game, some comments. Uh, we'll even recap the game against Arizona on Saturday night. Ken Hitchcock, we'll hear from him. In the first uh, 25 minutes of the show, Reed Wilkins will swing by from Inside Sports at 12.22, 12.35 today. John Shannon from NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet at 105 today. Buffalo Sabres color analyst Rob Ray, 135. Edmonton Oilers defenseman Adam Larson. This is how you can reach us on our Oilers Now River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Catch comedian Jeremy Holt 
on his dangerously handsome tour Saturday, February 2nd. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can text us on our Heartland Ford text line at 630-630. Think all dealerships are the same. Think again. Experience buying a vehicle on your terms with no pressure at Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan. Hope you had a solid weekend. Maybe you watched a little bit of NFL on the weekend. The Oilers continue this maddening run. Win one, lose one over the course of the last six games. We're going to head straight off to the Oilers now. Audio Vault brought to you by Direct Workwear. For product knowledge, compliance, great pricing, and innovation, directworkwear.com at Edmonton-based company. Jack Michaels with an audio recap of the Oilers' loss to the Arizona Coyotes. Edmonton has opened this three-game homestand with a win. But as we talked about on Thursday night, matters not if you can't beat an Arizona club minus six regulars and averaging the third fewest goals in the league. Lead pass, Raddy breaks free, shoots and just misses. Looking high glove. He has not scored a goal since November the 11th. And rich on score. Connor McDavid with Ty Raddy putting it up the middle of the ice. And McDavid bites Arizona again. Back to the point. One-timer score. Jordan Osterley. And a ragged shift in the D zone costs Edmonton dearly. Let's go ringside. Edmonton's challenge to play for offside of the blue line. After a further review, the play was deemed to be onside. Therefore, it's a good goal. Being charged by a penalty for delay of game. Osterley waits, shoots, score. That might have gone off the face of Connor Garland and in. He's leaking big time. Nugent Hopkins centers deflected. Here's an opening reach at score. A beautiful drag move, and Chris Russell finishes. His second of the year ties the game at two. It was a real good offensive zone cycle for Edmonton. The pass attempt initially was to Cassian. His stick was tied up by Labushkin, and the Oilers tie it. Chris Russell. Bullet fired high and wide. Rebound score, and Garland does it. That shot was ripped high and wide by Keller, and it came off those live dashers behind the net, and Garland was the first man to see it. Two seconds to go. Centering pass deflected away, and Arizona will hang on for a 3-2 victory. All right, well, the winners don't get the end result they were looking for. Ken Hitchcock saying on Saturday night, oh, man, the Oilers had too many passengers. we, we got to find more people to do more. Now, whether it's the group that's here or the group that's somewhere, I don't know. But we've got to find more people to do more if we expect to get a different result. We cannot continue to ask for perfection from top people every night and expect to win hockey games. We, we got to get more people to be more consistent in their approach. In a, lot of, in a lot of cases, the top game that they play with is a good solid game, but we can't afford the down ones. And there was too many people tonight that didn't have an A game, and this is this time of year, it's an A game, and this is how close it is. All right, so exasperation, obviously, in oil country. The Oilers with just three wins in the last 12 games. Uh, they've missed Oscar Clefbaum, something fierce. I've just tweeted out some numbers. With Clefbaum in the lineup, the Oilers were 17-12-2. They were 13th in the league in goals against the 2.90 goals against per game. 18th in shots for 31.4. And 7th in shots against the 29.7. So they had a plus 1.7 shots per game with Clefbaum in. Since Oscar's been out of the lineup, Edmonton's gone 4, 9, and 1. They're giving up 3.78 goals against per game. 
Shots for has dropped from 31.4 to 24.2. That's more than seven shots for per game. Shots against has gone up by three shots per game to 32. So Edmonton's been outshot 8.6 shots per game over the course of the last 14 games. Oilers and Buffalo tonight. Let's take a look at the lineups. There's going to be some line changes. Leon Dreisaitl will play with Connor McDavid, who's been fighting an illness over the course of the last three games, and Ty Ratty. Ratty has not scored in 20 games. Ryan Nugent Hopkins between Milan Lucic and Alex Chason. Chason with a 30.4% shooting percentage with 17 goals and 56 shots this year. Jujar Kera with Tobias Reeder and Zach Cassian. Reeder has not scored on 55 shots on goal this season. Kyle Brodziecht will center Ryan Spooner and Yessa Pugliarvi. On defense, Caleb Jones playing 19.50 per game with Adam Larson playing 22.20. Darnell Nurse, 16 points last 18 games, playing 23.37 per game with Chris Russell. Brandon Manning back in tonight along with Matt Benning as it was a tough game for Kevin Gravel. He got knocked around a bit against Arizona. Gravel and Gambardella are the healthy scratches for the Oilers. Of course, Clefbaum out with a broken finger. He's still uh, uh, weeks away. Andre Sekera weeks away. Clefbaum uh, may be best-case scenario for Edmonton at this stage. Um, you know, you're maybe a little bit hopeful he could get back in the 19th or the 21st or the 22nd. Not going to happen. Uh, best case scenario will be March the or February the 1st or 2nd, whenever we get back. And the others are in Philadelphia, Montreal, back-to-back. Sekera remains out still weeks with Achilles. He's going to need uh, some time down on the farm. Uh, on a conditioning stint, Alexander Petrovich not available, out with an upper body issue. Kyler Yamamoto not available, out with an upper body issue as well. Buffalo Sabres. Expected to roll with Jack Eichel up front with Jeff Skinner, who's got 28 goals this season, three-time 30-goal scorer, and Sam Reinhart in the right wing. So Eichel, Skinner, and Reinhart, that's their top line. My guess is you'll see a lot of McDavid and Dreisaitl against those guys tonight. Vladimir Sabotka, just one goal this season uh, with Evan Rodriguez and uh, Tage Thompson. And then it'll be Casey Middlestat with Connor Shuri came over from the Pittsburgh Penguins and Jason Pominville, though Pominville's not been playing a lot of minutes of late. Fourth line, uh, Johan Larson went minus 30 last year with Zemgus Gergesons and Kyle Oposo. That's right, Oposo on the uh, fourth line for the Sabres. He's in year three of a seven-year deal at $6 bucks. Mario Sc- Marco Scandella with Rasmus Ristolainen. Ristolainen playing 25-26 per game. Uh, Lawrence... Uh, Pilot is a Swedish defenseman, uh, had a real good offensive campaign last year, 38 points. A bit like, uh, I think what, you know, we and we're going to talk about this with Adam Larson, maybe what the owners are hoping they get out of Joel Person, but Pilot's coming here. He's played with Zach Bogosian in the last game, and then number one pick in the 2018 NHL draft, Rasmus Dahlin with Jake McCabe. Have we got an official starter yet in uh, tonight's game? We'll check that out. I think we're going to see Carter Hutton in between the pipes for second-year head coach Phil Housley. Of course, uh, one guy that's helped out uh, with the Sabres organization has been former Oilers assistant coach Steve Smith. So that's a look at the matchups for tonight's game. Uh, Ken Hitchcock was asked today on the constant line shuffling uh, for the Edmonton Oilers. When there's long lulls in the game and scoring chances, um, you're trying to spark something. That's one of the things that we've gone through for a little while now is we have long lulls waiting on one group to do it. And we're trying to spark secondary scoring chances, secondary pressure. 
and when there's a long lull where there's nothing that goes on and then you're waiting for one threesome to do everything, uh, that doesn't bode well for winning hockey. And so we're trying to find combinations that give us, you know, a little bit of that wave mentality where we're coming at you with one group, followed up with another group. Now we're creating momentum. And I think there's been games where there's been a lot of lulls before something gets going and we're trying to, we're trying to get away from that so that we can create a better sense of momentum in the game. All right, that is uh, Edmonton Oilers head coach Ken Hitchcock who added some additional comments on the team that Edmonton will play tonight, the Buffalo Sabres. They've really changed, and they've really become a good team. And they're a team that if we allow them to play on the move, they're going to hurt us big time. And we've got to get our game out there. Our game is different than their game. Our, Our game is more of a deeper game. Uh, we've got to control the play in the offensive zone, and if we allow them to play on the move, uh, they're very dynamic. And they've got three lines that are very dynamic, and they've got active defensemen. Their top five defensemen, are, or they're certainly their top four, are very active. And we've got to find a way to, to make sure that they don't get out on transition as easy as they've done. And in watching the game, especially the Carolina game, it, it was... A, it was exciting to watch, but it was an absolute track meet, and, and that's not the game that we we want to play if we expect to beat them. We can't play that game with them. And vice versa, I think our game suits up well for for making them defend more than they want to. All right. Uh, just getting some confirmation on the uh, Buffalo Sabres this time. Uh, it looks like Nathan Boileau will be in on defense instead of Lawrence Pilot. Uh, the forward line, so they made a couple changes there as well. They're going to move up middle stat to the second line between Shuri and Thompson, and Rodriguez will center uh, Saboka and Pominville. Uh So, I mean, it, nonetheless, Eichel, Skinner, and Reinhardt going head-to-head against McDavid and Drysaddle and Ratty tonight. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperice.com. When we come back in Oilers now, Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports will join us. The Edmonton Oilers, the Buffalo Sabres, and this is Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. It's 12-22 Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you. Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports and joins us right now. The Oilers and the Buffalo Sabres. Reed, I'm going to read a tweet uh, from Ryan Rashog from TSN, Oilers organization on a full-court press to help uh, find help at forward scouts and staffs deployed en masse. Cap situation could make it tough, but first-round pick, a goaltender, maybe a young developing forward, likely all in play. Well, we mentioned uh, about a week ago uh, that I could foresee. I know I put a tweet out involving the first-round pick, and it would be a player with term back, either a restricted free agent or a guy that's got a, a longer deal. 
Um, the goaltender, I mean, it's. I, I think we're going to see Koskinen get a few starts here. Oilers need to see where they're at. The Edmonton Oilers wrapped up their pro scouting meetings Saturday night. Uh, so that would be why the pro scouts are out on mass. Uh, their amateur meetings are currently taking place down in uh, stateside as we speak. Just, uh, I mean, it is what it is for the Edmonton Oilers, Reed. Uh, the fact of the matter is they got four forwards that they can consistently count on for offense right now. Uh, uh, Connor McDavid, Leon Drysaddle, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I think it's fair to say Chason's been a productive player this year. 17 goals. He's. Uh, you know, and, and that's part of the reason. I mean, with Nugent Hopkins and Chase on one line and McDavid and Drysaddle on the other, at least they got a you know a chance for creating some offense. The lack of offense in the bottom six has been appalling. Um, just just your thoughts on, you know, full court press. Well, and there's, it should have been – if they're just calling it now, it might be too late. <laughs> I mean – Do you think they <laughs> thought Spooner would only have two goals? And three points when they time they made the trade for uh, Ryan Strom. Well, no, but other people did. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, if the if the it's like calling a full court press when there's 20 seconds left and you're down 12, you needed to call it when you you were down 12 with five minutes left in a basketball game. Uh, I, I mean, this matchup tonight. I was talking to a, a member of the Buffalo media crew, and he said, "Yeah." They got no depth, and they've really dropped off since their hot streak. And I said, sorry, you're talking about the Oilers? He goes, no, no, I'm talking about Buffalo. So, I mean, they, they've relied on a few guys for a lot of the scoring. And at one point, they were 11 games over 500. they They've now won six of their last 17. So somewhat comparable to the Oilers being six games over 500, and uh, now only having won three of their last 12. But, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's, it's, I've been beating this drum for a while. It, it's the depth scoring for sure hurts the Oilers, but, but lately they don't, they're not even getting zone time from the depth yeah. players. They're not, they're not even getting forechecking. They're not even getting a little bit of nastiness. They're not even getting anybody saying, hey, we're kind of lifeless t- tonight, guys. Ten minutes in, I'm going to go out there and bang somebody or be a little bit of an irritant and try to get the other team to, to pay attention to that. It's, and I mean, the, the game against, I mean, they, they easily, they should have lost these last two games. They, they pulled it out against Florida, yep. largely thanks to their, their t- again, their top three guys. Yep. And then just the game against Arizona where you're watching it and thinking, like, just get something going. Get, get Put these guys on their heels a little bit. They're not that good of a club. And, and instead, the, you know, a very mediocre Arizona team dictated the game. Oilers, uh, by the way, if you factor in, you know, overtime slash shootout losses, the Buffalo Sabres are 23-22, Edmonton's 21-24. So, um, the Oilers are, right now at least, and the, the, those numbers with Clefbaum, 4-9-1 and one without Clefbaum. Now, a bunch of those losses occurred without Russell as well. So, the Oilers' lack of depth on defense got exposed. They think that they've shored that up a little bit. Um, but in the process, I mean, they, they move out Strom for Spooner. That trade to date has not worked out. They move Kajula, who probably could play on, on the Oilers' team in the oh, top sure. nine to get Manning. But they got to get Manning... Um, they have some, they, you know, there's people in the organization that think Manning's better than a guy like Ravel, so he's got to go out there and go prove it. Um, but I can tell you, Reed, uh, maybe give me a sense of, you, you know, on inside sports, where the, you know, when when people read that the Oilers are out there trying to add forwards, there, there, there are people that say, just, you know what, just accept your fate with where right. you're at right now. Don't move any more assets. Because yeah. and, and, the conference is doing poorly enough. 
Could, you, it could be a monumentally low playoff cut line. Could be. It could be. Still, there's, still there's, to me, left. there's five really good teams. Like Calgary. Well, look, this, the, the consensus is in the in the fan base, the, the large consensus is there's no faith in Peter Shirelli to make an adept move that, that could help the team. Because, like There's said, been three, you, me, three moves made this year. Have they made the team better? Any of the three trades? Uh, well, I think the Petrovich trade at least helps the depth. And, and now, unfortunately, he got hurt. The, the yeah. other, the other two are are head scratchers to me. Is get, like acquiring Brandon Manning in in of itself for a depth defenseman is not necessarily a bad move. Giving up Kajula for a player who makes more and has another year left that that's where the head scratching comes in for me. So yeah, I I think there are. People and I'm sure you'll get the feedback as I have. Who, who, oh, who I, would say just? It's only 800 texts to show. Just Reed. you know, don't let Shirelli do anything. But then you're kind of it's kind of hard to go to a guy and say, okay, you're the general manager, but you can't do your job. So that's that's the flip side of that. Like you can't just tie a guy's hands and say, okay, just don't do anything. Yeah, I'm gonna be. But there's not a lot of faith that he'll he'll make a, a good move. Hey, if they could bring in a shooter. Somehow, and I and I heard the pieces you mentioned that could possibly be in play. Okay, absolutely. But is he going to be able to pull that off? Again, well, you're not the moving the first. You're not moving the first round draft choice for a UFA unless you're guaranteed that you can sign. Oh, absolutely. You're not unless, getting. Let, there's no sense getting a rental unless you guaranteed you can sign the UFA. So, Reed, uh, we should have some fun tonight. I hope so, Bob. I'll the, see you at 5.30. I call against McDavid. Uh, up next, a global news weather traffic update with Cassandra Jodwan. When we come back from NHL Hockey and Rogers, John Shannon. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad.